Ghostman Show on LBNRadio.com Haunted places in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo Central Terminal. Ceased operation in 1979. And over the years, it gradually began to fill further and further into the state of repair and decay. It's now said to be very heavily haunted. It is popular spot for photographers and urban explorers, and many of them had strange appearances while visiting. St. Mary's School for the Deaf, one of the most, is, was established in the middle 1800s, and over time it seems to have accumulated a number of rather unsettling spirits. More commonly reported apparitions in school include a group of nuns haunting the third floor who is said to move around a large bell and certainly tell the young boy who drowned in his swimming pool at once situated is in now is what now a gym. Cassius College Private College was founded in eighteen seventy. There are reports of supernatural activity, unexplained noises in various parts of property, but by the far most active area is the school chapel. Those individuals who toured the building will tell you about the strange voices drifting out the empty confessionals in the chapel. The basement also suffered a bit paranormal hotspot, and people have encountered dark, shadowy figures, phantom footsteps, and even disembodied voices. Germany Roman Catholic Orphan Asylum Built in the middle of the 1800s and finally closed its doors in 1956. It now been known for the closure of the asylum in the 1950s. The building was used as a priority seminary until the 1990s when it was sold to a private owner. It said to be a hotbed of paranormal activity, pronounced noises, strange shadows and very slight anomalies, often captured in photographs. Tall, well worn. Back in his day, the ballroom served as a speakeasy during the probation area era. It believed that Al Capone was a frequent visitor to the establishment. The basement was well known, was known to be used for legal meetings and gambling, which explains why, even to this day, people heard the noises of parties drifting from these basement rooms. It's also been an unexplained instance which security lines have been triggered in plenty of reports, people seeing ghostly apparitions in the building. Damien College It is said that the Curtis Hall in particular is very haunted thanks to the prestige of ghosts. Two brothers who lived in the house that stood on land prior to the Curtis Hall being built. Their story is a sad one. Apparently, a serious argument ended up hanging themselves unbeknownst to each other on opposite ends of property. Now it seems the brothers are together forever in death and making themselves known to students using a variety of methods. Sheer's Performing Arts Centre It's a grand building which is, a, which is the last of kind of wonderful world area. The building was constructed in the 1920s using a combination of Spanish and French boutique and Rococo styles. The interior was designed by none other than Louis Convent Tiffany of Tiffany Lamp fame and theatre booths of five might more organs in the world. However, for its beauty and grandeur, there is something very strange at work as she is. 
Among the many ghost stories that are linked to the property, you hear a well-dressed man with large moustache has been chatting to patrons up in the balcony. He said he expresses great pride in theatre, leading many to believe that this could be spirit Michael Shearer himself. Buffalo Naval and Military Park Most people have heard of USS the Sullivans, a ship named for five Sullivan brothers who killed by Japanese torpedo, while well, they all served the same ship during World War Two. USS the Sullivans is now docked at Buffalo Naval Military Park, and many believe the spirits of the brothers still linger in the park watching over the visitors. Probably not only the Sullivans are hanging around here. Visitors and crew are like said that many ships are definite, have a definite presence, and most will agree they are simply spirits of former crew members. They, they mean no harm. Well, most of them mean no harm. We're not sure what the same can be said about an angry spirit residing aboard the USS Crocker. This submarine was integral to the battles in Pacific Theater against the Japanese, and vessels awarded free battle cells. He also holds a spirit with a nickname John, although nobody knows who he really is. His angry spirit had been known to Paul. Visitors' hair breathe on their back and their necks, and sometimes even blocks, passages, and refuses to let people pass. I believe that this must be the spirit of someone who died, serving aboard the sister sub. Believe it or not, the USS Croker is not the most haunted of this on the park. That horror belongs to USS Little Rock, where visitors experience an onslaught of nearly constant activity, including shadowy figures, whispering voices, phantom footsteps, and even a sink that turns its own taps on. Most common apparitions can count as a sad, lonely sailor who follows women around the ship, hoping one day offer some form of comfort and a cheeky sailor loves to play pranks on visitors. Iron Island Museum It is built in late it was built in the late eighteen hundreds, served a variety of different purposes over the years, including a brief period when it was used as a church and over also stint as a funeral home. These days the museum filled with Interesting historical artifacts, restless spirits. The ghosts have been known to call people by their name. More items move items around, knock on walls, more move furniture, drain batteries, and play with doors and light switches. Buffalo State Asylum is insane. The IHM Richardson Building, Buffalo, is better known as Buffalo State Asylum for the insane. It is Considered to be one of Buffalo's most haunted locations. In fact, the things going on here are so strange, visitors may be left questioning their own safety, even mind, never mind that former residence. The hotel was bought in, built in 1970 and considered, considered of eight buildings connected by tunnels, meaning as a mental hospital to its closure in the 1970s, but it has appeared in the 1920s to the 40s. It earned its terms for my this location is so haunted. During the time period, some of the so-called treatments were administered to the patients were nothing short of torture. Likely to be the most be the core treatment that left a stain on the building and resulted large volume of paranormal activity. People often catch up anomalies of film and fairly common for visitors seeing shadows creeping and hear disembodied voices moaning and coming from the remaining buildings. More haunted places in New York State. 
Lichworth Village is tucked away in a rural community where the state gave three two thousand three hundred and sixty two acres of land used the care of mentally and physically disabled. It was it was beautiful to look at having been modelled on to, to Thomas Jefferson's estate in Monticello. However, he had a quite a bad reputation. Like so many of these institutions, it earned its reputation for treating its residents. Reports began to filter out the patients being naked in their own filth without any bedding and barely enough food to survive. The children were used as guinea pigs for early polio vaccines and barbaric treatments. It's Strange noises, protocols, activity, and apparitions of all forms are found. Landmark Theatre, Shakaklus. The Landmark Theatre is a grand former movie house dating back to the 1920s. Behind the facade of restless spirits lying in waiting, as one there are at least three goats to halt the building. Most common is seen as Clarissa, an actress who died after falling from a balcony. You may also see Sir Oscar, stagehand, who likes to flick on lights on and off. The Morris Jalale Mansion, Manhattan. It's one of the oldest houses in all Manhattan. It's also been... It's a Georgian-style mansion was built by Robertshire Morris in 1765 and served as military headquarters for both sides of the revolution. In 1812-10, Stephen Jamel and his wife purchased the property. Stephen died in suspicious circumstances. She married again in 1832, this time to Aaron Burr, a former vice-president who also killed Alison Hamilton. Rumours of paranormal activity in the mansion first surfaced in the 1960s when a visiting group of schoolchildren claimed to see the ghost of Elizabeth Rail who appeared and told them to quiet down. It also reports of disembodied voices coming from inside an old grandfather clock, a hesitant soldier who emerges from the painting on the wall. Fort William Henry Museum, Lake George. It's actually a replica which was built in the 1950s representing the original British stronghold just off of Lake George. However, this, this certain doesn't seem to have discouraged hundreds of died in bloody massacre from returning after death to halt the area. Fort Henry, Fort, Fort Henry, Fort William Henry was lost in 1757, and it was attacked and destroyed by thousands of French soldiers during the French and Indian War. Visitors captured shadowy figures in the photographs and reports, hearing whispered voices telling them to hurry up while visiting. They were in Warrenie at Mounjam Manor, Appleton. Despite the owner insists that the, the property, spirits haunted the property are friendly in nature, it is believed that if some of the spirits may take back to the original family who built the property in 1834. It also puts a spirit dog that brushes against people's legs as they sit sipping the wine while looking over Lake Ontario. It's a house of death, New York City. If you visit 14... West Tenth in New York City, you may happen upon a beautiful townhouse, a quiet street. You will never believe that this unassuming house is one of the most haunted houses in New York, with up to twenty different spirits dwelling inside, commonly known as the House of Death. Mark Twain lived in the property between 1900 and 1901, documenting a number of supernatural experiences he had. It comes as little surprise the property is haunted, given its gruesome past. 
Throughout the 20th century, there have been many horrifying events, the most famous of one which included murder suicide a six-year-old girl, Lisa Steinberg, who was beaten to death by her adopted father, Joe Steinberg, in 1987. There were all manner of paranormal incidents reported in our House and even beside him of Mark Twain himself, a couple of occasions. Jersey Hollow, Fewburg. Most empties are pretty creepy, but few of her terrifying legends are par those linked to Coney Hollow. The graveyard is tucked away down a side road and gradually tapers off to a dirt building track ending in his burial ground. It said a seven-year-old mentally handed girl was stoned to death here by locals for undisclosed reasons. She is said to be one of the unusual high concentration of children that are buried there. Many of the grave markers have been tipped over and white lights has caused unrest, resulting many shadow figures poised to attack any mortal who enters the secluded cemetery. Post Park Cemetery, Burnswick also known as Pinewood Cemetery, it's an abandoned graveyard in Brunswick, which is only visited by the bravest souls. Those who venture into the underground burial ground report feeling a cold chill running down their spines and they kind of explain cold spots all over the area. There's a great deal of vandalism here, and some of the angels on the headstones have been said to bleed from their own severed stone necks. Several coffins are missing from the vandalized mausoleums, and many believe this is a desecration which disturbs the spirits, resulting in paranormal activity. The Anteville House, Long Island. Everyone is familiar with the Anteville Horror. This is a debate raging regarding whether or not the book which spied a popular horror movie franchise is work of fiction or true come generally not in, but the general consensus is at the very least heavily embellished. However, regardless of this, you must not forget that aside from alleged paranormal events described by Lutz family, there was still burial murder in this property. In 1974, Ronald Devo Jr. murdered six members of his family as he slept, claiming that voices had told him they were plotting to murder him. This has left some kind of mark on the property. Osea State Museum, Osea. When Osea State Museum opened in 1843, it was the first state run hospital for the mentally ill. Back then, it was called New York State Lunatic Asylum. It was considered to be stately art at the time. However, like so many asylums of the era, a treatment of patients was something but anything but supportive of caring. His routine and staff were full with lobotomies, electric shock therapy, and many inhumane treatment methods. The patients lied in filthy conditions and were confined to cramped accommodations, and little no, no medical care. This is the hospital where Ultra Crip was invented. It was long shadow cage which aggravated parents. Patients were placed to calm them down. It was also used to punishment for undesirable behaviour. The hospital was long since closed, with no means empty. This is without doubt one of the most haunted hospitals in New York State, and still parents patients wandering the halls. People were seeing faces looking out the windows, and it's common to hear the patients screaming from the buildings. For the most part, the hospital is off-limits, but occasionally they allow ghost tours and paranormal visitors to take part on the premises. Socomo Lake, 
George. The Sacabara, Lake George, sorry. The Sacabara is a grand hotel which sits on a private island overlooking Lake St. George. It seems like the ideal spot for anyone who's looking for a little bit of rest for a relaxation. However, it's a lot to be, you may be taking some chances. You can rent a room in a hotel, but the chances are a fairy will not be alone. There are many ghost stories connected to the res- Victorian res- resort, including a little boy who likes to play outside. It's been suggested that the spirit of a little boy used to find lost or abandoned golf balls and sell them back to the pro shop customers. However, around 15 years ago, he was hit by a car while looking for the golf balls and died instantly. He's often seen on the grounds, and many guests have heard him giggling. Rolling Hills Asylum, East Bethany, is a 19th century poorhouse which sees thousands of deaths. In fact, it's estimated that 1,700 bodies lie in unmarked graves on the premises. It was opened in 1826. It's known as the Citrus country poorhouse with lunatic paupers and vagrants are put on work on the farm. It's later become an infirmary, an orphanage, a tuberculosis hospital, a nursing home. It's, set, it's now brought forth to be the most large amount of psychic ability, paranormal activity, seeming centred on the psych ward, morgue and the graveyard. Most of the commonly reported apparitions is a seven-foot-tall shadow, which is believed to be a spirit of an inmate called Roy, named Roy, who lived at Rolling Hills Asylum for most of his life and died there in 1942. Haunted places in Rochester. George Eastern Museum. It's the oldest museum in the world. It's dedicated to photography and it houses one of the world's most oldest public film archives. The museum opened a business in 1949, but the property itself was built in 1905 as a residence of George Eastman, founder of Eastman Kodak Company. Eastman actually died in the house, and we believe it's him who's haunted the property today. Vanonet Town Museum sits in the outer suburbs of Rochester, which was originally a private residence built by Levi Valentine back in 1879, said to be turned into a very popular museum, which said to be inhabited by a number of spirits. Some of the strange things that happened in the building include tools being moved around a basement when nobody used down there, an old-fashioned music box beginning to play when nobody was touched it. A number of EP recordings were captured here, and there have been sightings of apparitions, appearing mainly as shadowy form. Darren Eastman Park. According to locals, the, it is haunted by a white lady. The spirit is supposed to be a ghost of a woman who used to live in the Fabe Lakes Pavilion, which came to be known as White Lady's Castle. Apparently, the woman Lot, Aid's daughter, at some point is believed that she was murdered by a boyfriend. This is why the white lady seems to have designed herself as a champion for women in distress. She often seen the park apparently searching for her daughter. She is known as harass males who she feels are treating women. On a handful of occasions she's been seen with two dogs at her side. She seemed to wander freely around the park rather than being confined to one particular area. Auditorium Theatre Originally built as modern ascetic Temple in 1928. These days it's so pop- it's a popular venue for Broadway shows, but it's not only popular for the living, it is with the dead as well. 
is because there are several ghosts that have been spotted in the theatre, including an elderly gentleman and a man in a red coat. Witnesses say the apparition of the older man hangs around backstage. He has been known to move some things around from time to time. Meanwhile, the apparition of the red coat often appears in the lobby. It's time, it's often after hours. <coughs> there are reports of unexplained voices inside the theatre. Holy Sycamore Cemetery can be one of the, one of the main claims of fame is that the cemetery has its final resting place of Jack the Ripper. Suspect Francis Tilbury. Oh, however, this is not said to be the haunting. Who is said to be haunting the battleground? Visitors say the witnesses of a dark shadow figure believed to be a woman wandering around the cemetery in the evenings. So we put the small and white origins in the children's area. Main Street Armory dates back to around 1905 and was built by the United States Army with the intention of using it to train and process soldiers joining up for the first time. It remained in use right up until 1990, lay vacant for several years in the mid-2000s. It opened as a live music venue. Witnesses began to start reporting, seeing apparitions in the old building, along with moving objects and other strange occurrences. The army has been focused on paranormal themed show, television show, passing now considered one of the most haunted places for just at you, York. <coughs> Rush Reeves Library. University of Rochester was named in honour of the third president of the United of the University, Mr. Benjamin Rush Reeves. It opened in 1913, 30, as one of the original elevating place. The library is apparently haunted by the ghost of a construction worker who died after a serious fall. While the library is still being built in 1929, he's been spotted in between the shackles stacks. And some students report the elevator falling it working by itself. Rochester Public Library is apparently haunted by the spirit of a young woman who believed to be drowned when she fell in the by aqueduct. Her body was swept away, a brown ridge in a tunnel runs that runs under the library. She said to spend most of the time wandering around among the sacks. She's joined her property by the spirit of a former librarian called Frank, who actually died from a heart attack while on duty at the library. Visitors have reported lots of unexplained noises, including moans and phantom footsteps. <coughs> it's also common for people to see shadowy figures peeking round stacks. Most incredible piece of evidence recorded inside Russia's public library is a clip for astrology. Footage showing a heavy door opening and closing when there's nobody in the building. Rochester Psychiatric Centre. Local locals probably agree that Rochester Psychiatric Centre is a top of the list when it comes to most haunted places in Rochester. Over the years, a large number of tales sprung up regarding the old mental facility, also known as Monroe County Science. Asylum. The main hospital was maintained and still used, largely record storage, but the remaining buildings are varying states of despair, with many of them boarded up. As most psychiatric facilities of decades, Rochester 
psychic center was plagued by claims of staff abusing or neglecting patients over brutal and inhuman treatments. They little more than experienced and vulnerable human company pigs. As you might imagine, this leaves quite a mark on them. Not only were their poor patients already badly disturbed, but they went through further anguish at the hands of those who had been treating them. Is there any one of those who were brave that had left the hotel that heard echoes of pain in the form of disembodied screams, cries and moans? Haunted places in upstate New York. Beer Bull's Head Inn, Copperskill. Established in 1802, but reported of paranormal activity, did not begin to surface until the t- sometime in the 1960s. This is when the owner acquired a liquor license and built a bar that was once a bedroom of the known anti-alcohol advocate Mrs. John Stacy. is not all pleased by this development. It has been known to knock over glasses and push silverware off the tables. Some customers have seen Mrs. Stacy wandering in, dressed in all white, Herbert House Boonville, built in 1912 and consists of 10 guest rooms and a bar and restaurant. Some of the original guest registers are still available to pursue, and certain names of, names of some famous guests include Isidius Grant and Philip Sheldon. And I, I, inn is apparently haunted by a spirit who goes by the name of Wayne and appears dressed in civilian war uniform. Guests have also heard hauntings of the sound of children playing on upper floors and no kids in the building. That's, I don't know. The curves, secretaries. The two different legends linked to the Sletcher Road as known as Fiatine Coves. However, both are the same outcome. Young couple meeting in the mines of a section of Caddoville Road between West Scudamore Turnpike and Peasant Valley Road. The road has 15 treacherous curves, in the, which is how it gets its name. Depending on which version of the tragic tale you favour, the newlyweds are either thrown for the car to a gruesome crash or they break down the groom went off in search for help, leaving his wife asleep in a car, but that when she woke, he was hanging in a nearby tree. Whatever the sturgeon of the story, the more accurate the witnesses do agree, it may still trigger the haunt of the area. Maybe it was seen as bride, still in a wedding dress, searching for the side of the road, a groom. Canfield Casino, Sacatora Springs. It's rumoured. Over the years, that guests have reported a variety of unexplained activity, including having their hair pulled, smelling jigs, car smoke, being touched by unseen hands, and a dog barking in the background. So like that, everything as though they pass through some kind of energy field on the third floor. Some guests even claim they're stabbed by a female spirit dressed in victorious old clothing. If you wonder where the dog is barking in the background, that's my dog, Mitzi. She likes to interfere when I record sometimes. So, uh, hey, I've got to keep it in because I'm halfway through the end. So, sorry about that. So, she's going make an appearance. Hi, Misty. Don't you want to be a part of the ghost venture? Sure you can be. Do you know anything about ghosts? Yes, you do. What about then? That animals are sensitive to ghosts and they can see them and hear them and sense them. Okay, Misty. Thank you for that and telling me that. I didn't know I could understand, dog. At Darren Eastman Park. 
Associated with the tales of white little lady, apparently the spirit of the lady who used to live at Free Lake <coughs> Pavilion, said that the lost daughter, although not clear, whether she was <coughs> murdered, kidnapped, or simply ran away. Now we are <coughs> bound by the area that she roams. I've just done that one earlier. Oh, talk about repeating yourself. Sorry about that, folks. The dark bed, Big Moose Lake, Acrodites. Haunted by a spirit woman named Grace Brown, who was murdered there in 1906. The story goes that she went on a canoe ride to Lake Chester Collect, but Grace never returned. Her body was never found, and Collect was sentenced to the death for the crime. There was no, there is now a historical marker for the spot where the pair left on their boat trip. And witnesses claimed to have seen Grace's spirit wandering the shore of the lake. And hopefully, I've got time to do this one before I get. The half hour? I don't know. Rapids Theatre never recalls. It's even it's made appearance at television shows. Ghost Hunters Summer was coming up with reports about the activity. It was theatre include a disembodied voice, a woman coming in from air ducts, the sound of glass being kicked across the floor, and also a shadow biker that is said to walk along across the stage and also hang around close to the bar. The theatre embraces its spooky reputation and hosts frequently, fairly, frequently public ghost hunts, as well as allowing access to smaller groups. And this, I've come to the end of The Ghostman Show, and I've been talking mostly this show about haunted places in America, mostly New York. I've never been to America, but I like the fact that it's got this always and fascinating haunted history. I hope you've enjoyed this show. And yes, the special guest today was, in fact, Mitzi, my Jack Russell, who has honour to knots um, atop her head that look like halos. We always say that once they were called saw the horns on her and she they took he took pity on her and wanted to make her an angel dog. Well that's all right, Fairy. I hope you've enjoyed this bit. Goodbye, goodbye. Oh.